Hey. Hello. We're back, and we may have we may have solved uh, the issue with uh, backup recordings being poorly uh, clipping and all that stuff. Hopefully. Yeah. I fingers guess. crossed. Um, sorry about the the, the last uh, episode. That is all clippy. And uh, we are drinking Sam Adams Nitro White Ale. Nitro White Ale. I just returned from a trip to San Francisco. It was um, a uh, exhausting trip. <laughs> uh, yeah, you made the most of it. I, I was kind of surprised see, like seeing you out on uh, Thursday night. I thought you would be done by then. Uh, it, it, it was, you know, I got done at 5.30 and I was like, well, what am I going to do? Uh, sit around and, and, and go back to, to my horrible hotel and, uh, and, and watch TV? No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go out and enjoy myself in San Francisco, which, so... um, has certain, you know, th- there are certain very nice things about it and there are certain, uh, very, very not so nice things about it. Uh, it, it especially in the city, it, it's it's kind of a dump. Um, right. Once I finally got sort of outside the city, it, it, it was more there was more interesting stuff happening. Uh, I kept, Fisherman's Wharf. Did you go to Fisherman's Wharf? Just brief. <laughs> only near the end of the night after I got back from Oakland because I needed to get something to eat, and In Out Burger was open. <laughs> okay. So and you know what? It was a good burger. It was a good fast food burger. So I'll give it that. Jeff is now opening some of the beers that I brought back. Mm-hmm. Unboxing. So this is a beer from Crux Half Hitch Imperial Mosaic. IPA. Mm-hmm. That probably doesn't suck. Probably not. See, I, I packed these with uh, <laughs> two different types of bubble wrap. Uh, I almost had to pay extra. Because it weighed so much? Because it weighed so much, I managed to grab it up, so it's just 50 pounds. Okay. Uh, so I had to pay $100 extra. To, oh, that would have made it not worthwhile. Yeah. Um, but, nope. Anything that has the little bubbles on it as well is from, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the Russian River. Oh, okay. So, they, they ran out when I was done with <laughs> All right, so we got here, Consecration, ale aged in Cabernet Sauvignon Barrows with current. Mmm. <laughs> yum, yum. Yeah. That, uh, that didn't look too, too shabby. All right. They said it at Russian River, you know, make sure you keep these uh, cold. And I was like, all right, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I saw you had some sushi pictures up. So tell me about the sushi place. Okay. So I went to uh, a place called um, uh, Sushi Place. I forget what it's called. Miyaku or something. It was a... Uh, um, I, I can show you the whole series of, of sushi that I went through. Uh, $200. $200. When you the- said you were going to spend $100 on sushi, I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> There's no way he's only going to spend $100 on sushi. Well, the thing was, um, okay, there were, here, here's what the menu was, okay? So there was one, all they had at the sushi restaurant, this like a really good restaurant, is, is omakase. So that, that's what the chef said. Okay. They had two versions. They had sort of a, a sort of regular omakase and then a, just a, Omakase, which could be whatever the chef okay. decides, and I said, "All right, give me the give me the good one, <laughs> give me the one." And I so was, here it says that the uh, regular omakase is ninety two dollars. Yeah, 
in the Shep of Mikasi. What's AQ mean? Uh, like market rate? Probably or, market rate. Or whatever yeah. the fuck we want to charge you. Yeah. So <laughs> what it, we think you'll pay. It was $172. And so um, I said, okay. And I also got a uh, uh, sake with it. So That was in the metal cup or something? Yes, that was in the metal cup. And I could go through each each of the meals, but let's just say it was, yeah, it was very, very, very good. Tell sushi. me, tell me. I mean, just give us a brief overview of very, very good sushi. Like, what anything stood out that you can describe? Well, I mean, um, yeah, the, uh, one of the one of my favorite things was so they started with, with a couple different uh, appetizers things, and 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 this one was uh, it was squid with um, uh, squid with with a little bit of, of egg and, and yuzu. There was uh, a tuna. A marinated tuna thing, and then there was a another thing. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was, uh, but that that tuna thing was probably one of the best bites of food I have ever had in my life. The square plate, yeah, it was unbelievably delicious. The way I described it was it was like um, it was smoky and fatty, so kind of like uh, like a really good salami, but the fat wasn't gritty at all. It was super buttery. Okay. Uh, and there was no spice, so you just had this like this this amazing buttery flavor with no grit, and it just filled your mouth. It was just oh, it, nice. it was it, it was spectacular. Uh, is Chawanmushi? So the last two beers I opened up were the STS Pills from Russian River. That is a great pilsner. I remember having that at GBF, uh-huh. and the Sonoma Pride. Which what is this? Do you know? Um. Uh, it's one of their uh, local Sonoma things. I was like, let's get that. Yeah. It's well, it says Darrenhauer in the middle, but I don't know what that means. And there's a big long piece of verbiage about Sonoma and vineyards and things like that. Please enjoy Darrenhauer now, or try aging in a cool, dark place to allow the flavor and aroma to develop and change over time. I mean, you can go through some of these uh, pictures, and you can see, like, I mean, like, it, it wasn't. Um, you had to turn turn off the portrait uh, lock. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like you know you got two pieces, three pieces. Of time. It was like mm-hmm. you get one piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as it, it was as artfully presented as, as sushi can be. So, I mean, it it was. And then was the chef sitting right on the other side of the bar there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It looked like you were sitting at the bar. I was just asking. Oh, that looks good. What's that? I think it looks like a centipede on top of your rice. That is mantis shrimp. Okay. Anything still moving? No, nothing's no. still moving. But uh, very cool. That, that that's picture of the, after after uh, the meal. They said, "If you want anything a la carte, there's your price list." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, okay, no, thank you." Um, That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And here's the check. <laughs> so it was, you know, it was 250 after uh, after tip. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's not the kind of thing you do every day. So yeah, and, and enjoy. I, it was it was a very good meal, and it was you know the, the kind of meal where you don't. Afterwards, you're not like, I need something else. You're just like, that was fully satisfying. Ooh, blind pig. So you went to Cellar Maker. 
Yes. Pretty cool place. Yes, it, it's a cool place. It's um, uh, It was packed when I went there, even though it was a Tuesday. They have Wednesday. like a ton of hoppy beers on like... I mean, that's what it was like when I was there, right? Yeah. Had, a, like eight or nine different you uh, know, distinct hoppy beers. They, they had a nice... Uh, yeah, they had a bunch of hoppy beers. I, I have a, a, a picture of the list from there. Well, I, I sent you a picture of the tapas, but there's also this... Okay. Let's describe some of yeah, that. Yeah, I saw I saw this on Twitter, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. If, uh, I'm trying to remember. None of the names really ring a bell from the when I was was there, mm-hmm. but uh, cool. uh this Dank Williams was amazing. A mosaic Columbus summit and double dry hot with Nelson, Motueka, and Centennial. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what do we have here? We have pink drank. From Ale Industries, Oakland, California. Haven't heard of Ale Industries. Yeah, I, I looked for stuff that was like mm-hmm. interesting. When you were over in Oakland, you what, what was the place you went to? Uh, yeah, so I drove over to Oakland. It was funny. Um, I, I, I went. I wanted to go to to a restaurant. Uh, it was raining. It was raining kind of hard right after. Um, Right after the, so right after my uh, conference, I went to Ales Unlimited and bought a couple beers. Then I went out to this this place to uh, that I wanted to, to eat at, and I couldn't find a parking spot. And I, and I was, it was rainy. It, it was it was annoying. That was when I made my Adderall tweet because I just <laughs> taken a whole bunch of Adderall. You know, I have a prescription. It's legal, but it, but it was like I, during the conference, mm-hmm. it's helpful when you're driving. It's not the best. <laughs> it, it, it's not the best. So I would just it's like, oh my god! I, so I just had to just go back to the hotel and and like calm down for an hour before I went out. Okay. Uh, then I went. Uh, I went out to um, Beer Revolution in Oakland. Beer Revolution. Okay. And uh, was there for only about an hour before uh, they they closed, and then um, then went back. Then went to In and Out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, went back. So yeah, it was it, it was a it was a nice trip. Uh, How it, was the drive up to Russian River? Do you feel it was worth it? Yeah. It, 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 here's the interesting thing about the drive up to Russian River. Um, I expected it to be a relatively simple drive because there was nothing. There, there was nothing indicating there was going to be any like accidents along the way, and there wasn't. Mm-hmm. But there, it, it was four. It was three to four o'clock in in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and it was there were still like periods of intense traffic. Okay. For no reason. There, literally, there was no. It was not like there was people coming on or or off. It was just there was just traffic, just in spots. There wasn't somebody on the side of the road. Right. There wasn't an accident. There was. It was weird. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I I kind of wanted to spend a little bit longer at Rush River, but I just so the first thing I did is I went to to, to Meyer, went to see the Redwoods, uh, right. which um, I wasn't going to do. My parents told me I had to, and uh, and they were right. It, it was it was amazing. Okay. Uh, and then um, then I went to Rush River, but I'd had like nothing to eat uh, at all. So at Rush River, I had like two beers, and I had a taste of one, and I was like. Eh. I won't be able to drive anymore. <laughs> anymore. So I coun't. So I just bought some beers and, and left at that point. Oh, okay. 
cool. I mean, I'm glad you brought some bought some beers. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I went all out. Well, not really all out. I could have gotten more, but um, yeah. we'll free up some funds out of the Craft Beer Radio coffers. Yeah, it's about a hundred bucks for it. I figured, yeah. So did Her- I guess Hair of the Dog just changed to these simple labels or all the labels like well, this? Well, I know. The interesting thing here is that they have a, um, this is brewed, there's a brewed and bottled at, at Bowery de Molin in collaboration with Hair of the Dog in oh, the Netherlands. A, so oh, I see. It's. Okay. So it's imported from. Yeah. De Molin. And these might be, yes, this was. But that's just straight up Adam, right? This is... I mean, well, it's collaboration version yeah. Adam, but it's still just Adam, right? But as maybe, far as I know, yeah. as far as I know, it's just Adam, but it's imported. It's imported, imported? by Shelton, actually. It might be, might be funky Adam. Who knows, right? I don't know much about um, the Molen. Yeah. One in the last beer. We got, what, some Track 7 brew? Track 7 Panic uh, India Pale Ale. Okay. Uh, at... at, at uh, Revolution, I had um, yeah. Revolution, I had their prime number pale ale, which I thought was okay. I had to get a beer number. It was called prime number. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys were standing in line behind me at pint, when I was waiting to get into plates for prostates. The track seven guys. Oh, really? Yeah, I talked to him briefly, but yeah, not. Uh, prime number, I thought was really good. Uh, better than Panic, I think. Okay. But and we got some Pliny the Elder. Yes. Did, did, did you go up to the bar and be like, hey, you got any younger left? No, I didn't. <laughs> Greg Weiss, you sure you don't have any younger <laughs> left? So what, what do we get here? So we got uh, a pink, pink drink, which I thought looked, I just thought it looked interesting. Uh, another Sonoma, Pride. Um, there were a couple San Francisco's, uh, including an IPA, but I figured, oh, you go for the Kolsch. That looks like an interesting mm-hmm. one. Um, and, yeah, so Blind Pig and Plenty. I figured I might as well get a Plenty while I'm there. Yeah. Um, sure thing. We'll probably do them, like, the hoppy ones we'll probably do next week. Just yeah. get them nice and fresh. Do them. You know, don't keep them around because they're whales, bro. Yeah. And, uh, oh, this is cool. I'm glad you, I'm glad you took the effort to bring stuff back. Sounds like you had a great trip. I bet you said you were tired. I could, I could definitely believe it. I mean, there were some interesting things that happened on this trip, uh, travel-wise. Um, the the way there, I went through to Phoenix and then to San Francisco. The reason why I had, to, I mean, there are other routes to take that are probably better, but that route got me in at about one o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So that was. You know why I did it that way, and that uh, the interesting thing about that was we landed in in Phoenix like an hour early, and so we didn't have any place to go. <laughs> we didn't have a gate to go to. Okay. So we sat on the tarmac for oh, forty five minutes. That stings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then on the way back, so I was supposed to go back through Char through Charlotte, and uh, I get a message. Um, you know, as soon as I wake up, I get a message. Your your trip to Charlotte is you, you, the the flight to Charlotte is delayed, so you're not going to make a connection. So I had to go through a whole nonsense and eventually go through Chicago. But uh, yeah, ended up spending you know about eleven hours in air you know total in airports and airplanes yesterday. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I was <laughs> I was exhausted. Um, 
<clears throat> and you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a 30 year old anymore. It's harder to, it's hard to deal with that. My right. my I'm made of beef, and the beef gets tougher as it as it ages. So. So what do you think of the Sam Adams? It's decent. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of flavor in that. Has um, the wheat really carries through? I think you know it's it's not kind of like all coriander, orange peel. I think that I like how the wheat carries through on this guy. I'm not a huge fan of nitro with white ales. I guess it just I feel like I like it a little bit more of a prickly. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. But but flavor if, if you're going to handicap yourself, mm-hmm. you know I think they did a good job of like just how they made the hops pop in the IPA. Mm-hmm. They're making the wheat character pop, and it's. I, I like how it's more of the wheat character than the wit beer character. Mm-hmm. I was surprised nobody favorited my ad raw treat because I thought it was great. I, I missed it. it. I didn't see that one. The treat was Adderall, Adderall, Adderall. Hashtag. Oh, okay. Actually, I think I did see that one. I just had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know you had a prescription. I didn't, you know. So yeah, no, I I do, uh, but it, yeah. um. But I was still feeling the effects while I was driving in the rain in San Francisco and mm-hmm. not the right time to be like, oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, I want to thank uh, Commander of Awesome for giving me some, some helpful tips. Uh, I want a, a, a big shout out to, uh, to Dexter, who I met out there at... Um, at uh, what should we call it? The first place. Um, the first place telemaker. Telemaker, yes. Uh, who uh, introduced me to? Uh, who, who told me about? It, it was funny because you know I don't, I don't bring up the beer podcast thing in, in general until it comes up organically, and he mm-hmm. was showing me about his friend who has a has, has a big screen. I was like, well, you know, hey, I, I do a beer podcast. If so you want to send it to me, and then so we got into the whole conversation. Okay. So. Uh, that's Mark who um, sent it to, and so if you, so I, uh, so Mark got into a conversation. We may be seeing some beers from Mark from New World Ales. Nice. Let's tap. Mm-hmm. No idea. Oh, it's this cable right here. Yeah. There we go. Very cool. Let's make sure this recorder's still going. That's a good idea. Let's see. Anything else? Oh, yeah, those Redwoods. That is a pretty spectacular. Those are some very large trees. <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of hard to put into words um, because you're there and, and you think, okay, well, large trees. I've seen large trees before. But these are like ancient trees, like, thousands of years old and um or at least aspects of them are thousands of years mm-hmm. old i guess you could say and you're like uh wow they go up very high taller than lots of buildings and you are just sort of impressed by i don't know just it, it it's a it's a very it's a very impressive thing these these I guess the closest thing would be if, like, like you you were around like mammoths or elephants or something, right? It's sort of a majestic right. kind of thing. Yeah, I I didn't have the opportunity when I was out there to look at them. If I go out again, I'll probably, excuse me, try to check those out. But uh, I could I could imagine. Are, are they're like the 
most massively living organism, right? I, th- I think I've heard. Um, I know there's that moss thing that goes half the country. Yeah, I was thinking or about the, that. The, the, or not moss, I'm uh, fungus, but maybe they weren't counting that. <laughs> maybe, maybe like thing you could actually like cut down and hold. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like it's only really like the the outside that's mm. alive. Yeah, I guess if you're going to be a nitpick about it. Well, <laughs> sure. I know. I said living, right? Yeah. And yeah, most of the inside is just an armature for the mm-hmm. living stuff on the outside. But they're 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 very very impressive features, and and yeah, I mean you you. I mean these these are things that are around when when dinosaurs were around. Not these particular trees, but these. Oh, okay. These right. uh, th- this species of tree was around when dinosaurs were around. Okay. So, I mean, it's a, it's a living fossil. So, it's, it's, that's cool, too. Yeah. Very cool. Did you see the one with the hole cut in it the cars used to be able to drive through? Was that like where you... I saw... Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if there was one with the with the. Th- there were some with various different holes. Okay, but not one with a car you could drive through there. Well, it, it like you'd have to get a really small car today to fit through this one. Mm. But uh, they used to let people <laughs> drive through the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was cool. Um, went over the the Golden Gate Bridge. The Baybird was more impressive. Really, I'm trying to think. It was bigger. I mean, and, and yeah. definitely, and it had like more cool, like look thing going on. I mean, the Golden Gate Bridge is classic, mm-hmm. but uh, wasn't it wasn't quite as long as I thought it would be. It was kind of like it was boom and then boom over. Uh, and the Bay Bridge though was this big, long bridge, right? Yep. Uh, trying to think if I yeah I I thought I went across the Bay Bridge but yeah I had to have but I don't recall it really making any kind of impression. Maybe I was making the impression of the Golden Gate because it was the Golden Gate. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it, it was fun, but it, it was not like Seattle where uh, I mean I made a tweet about how um, what was the tweet I made. Uh, it's not a contest. Should not at all be considered a contest. That's not what the San Francisco trip is about. But so far, Seattle wins big time. <laughs> Seattle was just an amazing place that I, I felt like totally welcome. I felt at home. I felt like I could live there. San Francisco, aside from like I said, the, inside the interior of the city, the, the the center of the city felt very like very much like a dump. The hotel I was at was a was a dump. Uh, the Homeless people everywhere. Um, walls that were super thin so you could hear everything. Uh, once I got into the outside surrounding, which didn't happen until the last day. So I was kind of like, ugh, this place sucks for a lot of it until sort of the last day of, of San Francisco when I got around to the, sort of the outer areas of San Francisco. Like, oh, okay, this is nicer. Uh, there were no, like, I mean, there were cable cars, but they just looked like buses that happened to have cable. It wasn't like the classic cable right. car. Um, and it was rainy, so it wasn't exactly pretty. Um, gotcha. Yeah, the, um, 
Well, you, you mentioned about like living there. You got to like, you can't afford to live there. No. You have to live three hours away. Yeah, yeah. If you worked there, and that's it's an expensive. That's place. the thing that's very tough about the whole area, especially like even down in Silicon Valley. You know, live far away, long commute. Passed by the Twitter offices. Yeah, <laughs> took a picture. Should have tweeted it. <laughs> The one thing you don't tweet. <laughs> what the hell? <clears throat> I've had a very busy week. Um, one of my coworkers has quit and gone to Uber Advanced Technology Center. Uber! And um, I inherited this person. Is one of, you know, been a Devere for forever. And well, I have, has been around uh, for forever. So. Well, for the forever of a veer, he's okay. been there. And so, like, he, I don't want to say, like, I lost, like, the equivalent of three quarters of a headcount when he left. And then the department that he works in probably lost the equivalent of, like, two and a half headcount. You know, that's, like, how much he did. You know, oh, and we're okay. trying to cover this with our knowledge. And we, you know, like I said, it's taking so many people. Mm-hmm. And my co my uh, co-worker who works in IT with me has been very ill this week. So I was like there by myself all week. Got all this new responsibility. It was, it was a stressful week. So I'm happy to be drinking beer tonight. <laughs> Alcohol, take me away. Yeah, there were some... Uh... The conference was, was I won't I won't get into like the the major things about the conference, but the, the nice thing about this conference was, uh, I appreciated that the sessions were only thirty minutes. Uh, Forty five minutes, I feel like gets can can be ponderous. Thirty minutes forces uh, the presenter to it forces the presenter to be a little to to, to be quicker. It also means that you know if, if it's like not the best thing in the world, it's it's going to be over relatively quickly. So. I think it's sort of, it, it's to the SQL pass. I remember that I went to was 45 minutes. These 30 minutes ones were a lot more easier to take. And like, and then you could look and say, okay, well, what's the next one I want to go to? What's, what's interesting. And also you could say, well, even if it's not that interesting, well, it's only going to be 30 minutes long. Right. So that was cool. Uh, learned some, I wouldn't say I learned much there. It wasn't really about that. It was, I went there more as a, I mean, the first day that was there for two days the first day i was trying to sort of learn stuff but then i realized that i was doing it wrong and it was really more about immersing myself in what's what's going on uh just sort of being being around people who are doing things and sort of understanding all right where things are going what's um what are the technologies that are happening certainly learn some things along the way but for the most part just be like uh, being more aware of of the the tools and the stuff that's out there Cool. Uh, I learned an interesting law. This guy uh, Atwood made a law that said uh, any and it tweeted that any application that can be written in JavaScript will eventually be written in JavaScript. <laughs> and uh, and the guy who who's mentioned said he just he, he had just recently read about a C compiler that had been written in JavaScript. <laughs> so yes, the, the the math checks out on that law. <laughs> So wait, the uh, the C compiler. So this takes C code and makes binary. 
and you could run you could run C C plus plus in your browser. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. So it's a um, it's an interpreter, I guess. Right, it's interpreting C and then just running it right right in the browser. Uh, it it, it it's a it's a compiler. And but it doesn't compile binaries for you to take back and run on your computer. You said it runs in the browser or something. Well, it it will it will compile it and run it inside the browser. Okay, your C code. And this is another interesting thing that that I hadn't really thought about uh, at, at this uh, one of the last ones I went to. But it was because he sort of mentioned how what's the most popular screen that's being used today? It's it's your phone. Not people's computer screens, but really, you have to think about it from this perspective. We're going screenless. How do you make a user interface for Amazon Echo? How do you make a user interface when you don't have a screen? No one has a good answer to this. I I thought that it was a very a very question. interesting question. Yeah, I mean. Star Trek computer, right? I mean, it has to be a good UI. It has to know what you want without mm-hmm. you having to yell at it again and again, saying, no, that's right. not it. It has to give you an idea of where you are on its interface, right? Because you can't highlight things in audio mm-hmm. uh, or not in the same way. Um, it has to be able to tell it has to be able to tell you where it is, and you have to be able to tell it where to go. Right. I could think of some things it wouldn't so it would be like a, a secondary um once you learn or get accustomed to using the interface yeah. like different like tones tones and background mm-hmm. sounds right so if the sound is a b flat you know there's just low b flat in the background mm-hmm. you're eventually going to become accustomed that that is the shopping list or something right, right? that's what's selected in your vertical right, line or right. something yeah. so when you hear this mm-hmm. you know at that tone that's going to be like hey you're in your shopping list where if it's you're you know in your music or right. something right and it's going what it's going to be it's going to be something that's going to be hard for people to learn but then kids are going to pick it up right away cuz right. they're going to be exposed to it, right it but i think it's not necessarily a learning thing you know i mean like those kind of cues i think will generally be uh, Things that you're not going to be consciously looking for. Mm-hmm. Things they're just going to be kind of subconscious guides to the UI. I think you know you could do a lot of stuff with that. Where you still need to make it learnable at the beginning, but I think you could definitely use this uh, different combinations, different patterns of not the primary communication, but some kind of background or something like that to kind of cue you to where you are. Very interesting things that you know I hadn't I hadn't considered, but certainly will, will come in at some point with uh, with what we're doing as as computer people. Oh boy, I'm not going screenless anytime soon, and neither are you. So. No, but you know, as what we do, right? What, because what we you know, do, the people who make the computer stuff, the screens aren't going to get replaced at all anytime soon. Probably never. But it probably will be more of an amalgam of things as opposed to just having a screen. Uh, right? you know, because now we have screens without keyboards, and that would have been something that mm-hmm. 10 years ago you wouldn't have thought, or at least 15 years ago you wouldn't have you thought. You wouldn't have thought they'd be as good as they yeah, are. Yeah. 
I was setting up a, a new computer, and Macs have had this for a while now, but the new, your touchpad, it actually clicks, right? Yes. The new MacBook Pro Retinas, right? The touchpad doesn't click. There's a haptic feedback mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe, like, how real that thing feels. Oh, I've, no, I felt it. Okay. Uh, it, it. It's really close. You can tell if you're looking for it. I was there looking at it. And I'm pushing, and I swear the pad's moving down. It feels like a click. It, like it I said, moves. you have to you have to be really because I, if I didn't know that it wasn't clicking, then I might not have told. But since I knew, I was able to tell. Uh, but I mean, like if I put my finger like on the gap, right? Yeah. Then I could tell that it wasn't actually moving down. But if you were in the center, like I, I it, it's 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 like, it's like tasting or anything else, right? Yeah. It's like if you're really paying attention to it. You can sort of it's real. You, you can feel okay. There's a force going yeah. up as opposed to. Uh, I mean, well, okay. So the thing is that a click is a force going up. It, you, you're pushing down on something, and it's it's responding back with a force upwards. So the only difference is that there's a time. There's less of a. There's more of a time delay. There, well, the there's haptic. that. There's a latch part, right? There's resistance, yeah. and then it goes away, and then you hit the bottom right. of the click, right? And I had my ear up against it. It sounds like a good click. It feels like a good click. I was really impressed. Um, it's, it's pretty impressed. impressive. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's great because you don't have It reminds have to... me of that. Remember that you bought the phone that had the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a great use. No. But, like, so on... I don't know about your Air, but on mine, like, it's on a hinge, right? So you really can't click at the top of the touchpad. Or you have to push a lot harder to make it click there. Yeah, you can't, yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's... with the new one, right? You can you can click anywhere, and it's it's all the same, which is really nice. Yeah, it's 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 cool stuff. The 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 haptic tech is is pretty. Yeah, cool. I was drooling over this laptop. I'm like, my laptop is almost seven years old. <laughs> I want a new one. Um. I have more stuff to talk about. Maybe we should wait till. Uh, the post show. Okay. Maybe we should. Let's get some beer in us. Let's do that. And maybe some mead. Maybe. <laughs>